If you are living in a space of being weighed down by your clutter, in your home, business, mind, or body, do you realize you are blocking the ability to receive in all areas? Would you be willing to learn the tools to change all that? What if you realized that the clutter in your life was created by you? Listen now to Infinite Energies, where you receive new perspectives to open up and release the barriers to create the life you always knew is possible. Now, here is the host of Infinite Energies Radio Show, Lisa Bennett. Hey, 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 everyone. It is Friday, and it is another beautiful day in Calgary. I am so impressed with my um, the weather and the winter that we've had. It's just been really mild. We've had a couple of cold patches, but for Canadian winters, I would say that we are one of the milder ones that I've seen in a long time, and so... It's it's actually been really kind of cool. It's it's created a different energy um, out there. And and for those of you that are first time listeners, this is uh, Lisa Bennett. My show is Infinite Energies with Lisa, and I'm an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator. Which what does that actually mean? Well, really, I've had the awareness uh, of my gifts and capacities of of playing with energy and spaces and energy and bodies and energy and houses and energy and businesses. Since I was a little girl, I, I was aware of moving things around in my room, of things talking to me, spaces talking to me, furniture talking to me, objects talking to me. <laughs> and I was always really quite a happy little girl to just um, really be in my own space and and you know, I, I was considered sociable, and I am still considered sociable, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that I am, I'm very much, um, yeah, just in, aware of, and at some point in my, my growing up, I stopped that and, and sort of shut it off, and then uh, studied interiors and design and decorating and floral design and you know went off and did my feng shui master and did all these really kind of different modalities and then I I uh, was introduced to access consciousness in 2009 and it was just sort of like wow okay how cool is this I am now aware that there's a different way of being and actually it's not even being different it's actually acknowledging who and and what I what I had become based on all the things that I've been searching for, and wow, I I'm really blessed to have a radio show that is is uh, allowing me to reach out and and talk to others who may also have the same gifts and capacities, or or, or have shut them off and are saying that I'm not even aware of the space that I live in or the space that I am. Uh, working in, I just know that when I go to work, I'm not happy, or when I'm in a certain space in my home, it feels heavy. And so, what is that? And and what do I do? And how do I change it? And and so, the beauty of this um, for me is the ability to actually tap into people's spaces and places, and I can do it long distance. I can. 
I can be in the space now um, physically or um, just be able to flow energy to whatever the space is that's requiring some energetic contribution. So, so really, really cool. Now, I've had a bunch of people send me emails and notes through Facebook about um, certain things. And and I'm going to actually share something uh, on a personal note. Um, I had a friend of mine who was going through um, her long-term, you can call it, a, in this reality, we call it a long-term battle with her cancer. And, and it finally, her body just um, gave out the other day. And so it was interesting because I was, I, she had asked me almost two years ago if I would be the one to do the flowers for her service, her celebration of life is what she called it, which um, I've always loved that, being able to celebrate your life and for others to be in a celebration as opposed to the word mourning. <laughs> and with that, I I really just, we made a list of her favorite flowers. And then for me, it was actually just uh, tapping into her energy. And when I mean tapping in it, you could use another word, being aligned with, um, just being aware of her energy, of what would really contribute to her kids and looking at happy flowers. So when I do any kind of um, events or do anything with regard to flowers for an event, I'm I'm aware of really the people that I'm working with, their energy, uh, what it is they're looking for. And one of the things that was really kind of fun, fun was uh, she was like, please, no matter what, Lisa, no um, carnations. <laughs> So I was like, no worries. Um, we will not. We will not play with the carnations out there. And so I I went to all my wholesale florists and popped around and and really um, got into playing with the tropical flowers. Which in Canada we are always looking to head somewhere warm and yummy that contributes vitamin D to our bodies and and uh, the sunshine and the sound of the ocean or sound, sand or whatever that is. And, and so I got beautiful birds of paradise and, and uh, Asiatic lilies and, and um, some beautiful fern leaves and Thai leaves and all these beautiful greens and different shades of greens and bamboo and um, some calla lilies that were yellow and I played with color and she loves the color purple and so everybody wore a little bit of purple yesterday at her, her celebration and and I just I, I, I knew what I was desiring and yet when I was in the wholesale florist I was standing in the middle of the room and the girls that were running around watched me as I went into the room where all the flowers were. It's a big freezer, a big fridge, cooler, and asked which flowers wanted to be a contribution to the arrangement. And so I, I literally just stood there and they kind of looked at me and I was like, oh, cool. And so I pulled out all these different sort of things and then it was like more, less, and just asked 
my body, which ones wanted to contribute. And I left and I, I went into this, oh my God, I have too many. <laughs> Too many flowers. Well, how can how can you have too many flowers? Uh, so, I I brought everything home, and then I actually it was kind of cool because I reconnected with some of me my old wholesalers that I hadn't talked to in a couple of years. And when I went in to the like, I literally said to to myself as I'm driving, Truth, do I am I really required to go there? Because I had I, I thought, well, I do I have everything, and yet my car was like, no, you really aren't done. You you have some other places that are actually, um, you're required to go. So I just followed the energy of, of that. And I ended up having some really cool connections with some people that I haven't seen in a long time. And I was very thankful for their um, contribution. Uh, I picked up some other things that I hadn't, that I had misplaced, some special um, knives that you use, florist knives and a couple of other supplies and and they were really lovely people and and i actually was in what i call the zone of fun so you know if you could if you could ask yourself if there's anything you can be or do that you get into this zone where you have no sense of time where you're having fun where it's playful that if you could do it for hours and never get paid but it's something really fun what would it be well working with flowers is something that I've always enjoyed and always kind of got into a zone and I've loved and it's the colors it's the textures it's the the smells it's everything so when I brought all these boxes of flowers and 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 buckets of flowers and put it sort of on the floor because I was like okay where am I working here and the kitchen kept calling because it is the brightest space in my home and I just you know, poured myself a glass of wine and just went, okay. So um, I had three containers and it was like, which container? And it kept jumping this one. And I went, okay, cool. And even though I'd measured how high and all of that, I went, okay, get out of height, get out of numbers and just go with it. And I, when I got into my zone, it was, this arrangement was absolutely and, and, you know, for me to say stunning um, is a real pat in my back because I was just like, wow, this is just the purples and the yellows and the whites. I had hydrangeas. The calla lilies were this intense yellow. The birds of paradise had some purple and orange. And, and opening up a birds of paradise is such a cool experience anyway. And if you haven't ever worked or played with birds of paradise, they come as a very tight closed um, flower and then when you when you um, bring it home you always cut all the stems and prep the stems and all your flowers and all your greens and and then it's you're gently sort of inviting the birds of paradise to sort of almost pop out and and you gently pull the heads apart and and but you soak them first which is very cool like it's unlike anything you would imagine that you actually put the head into water first and it gets them hydrated and then you can manipulate and play with the actual opening up of the the birds of paradise and inviting all the colors out it's absolutely stunning and and so yeah this I had this cylinder uh, vase that was probably about eight inches in diameter 
and I put these beautiful Thai leaves and wrapped it around and then inserted my oasis and in goes all these beautiful flowers and greens and it just started like I work it like almost like a bird's nest and you just sort of create and create and then things kept popping in and oh it's just you know less than two hours um, I had created this and then I had three small ones to put on these big tall flute they're like a Pilsner glass but they're tall black flutes and then you I had some they were going on a table in the reception room where all the food was and and I just was just had so much fun so within three hours I had created all this beauty that I knew would be loved and appreciated by all the people that had come into the space and and I felt it was an honoring to her memory and to to all the trips and all the countries and all the places that she had traveled to and she had seen so much in the world. So when I play with flowers, it's bringing the life into a space. So when one goes into a funeral home, there's all these emotions, there's all these energies that you can pick up from previous entities uh, to previous uh, funerals and funerals previous receptions or celebrations of life and there's so many points of view immersed in you know 300 people <laughs> coming into to this confined space because it actually is a confined space you're you're sort of there's a procession you go into a room it's formal everybody sits down it's quiet um, very little giggling and laughing uh, and then there's this there's this heaviness that that was in the space and I positioned myself that allowed me to look the 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 view actually of the space they had all the blinds up and you have an unimpended view of the mountains and we had you could just see all the snow on the mountains in the background so what a contribution from the earth and I kept pulling the energy of the earth into the space pulling the energy of all the flowers into the space and pulling the energy of the earth up through my feet. And I was aware of of all of the other points of view about being in this space. And some people, they, they hide in the back. Other people want to be right up front. And it was interesting to observe and be in that observation. So where have you concluded that going to a service or a funeral um, is sad and uninviting and depressing and picking up all the energies of everybody else's bodies and taking it on. There was headaches. There was, oh my goodness, there was so much so much in that space that it was like at one point, open the windows, open the doors and gift this room some air. <laughs> so, yeah, bringing the, the energy of the outdoors in with flowers is, a gift that that I would encourage many of you to do in your own spaces in your office no matter how big or small the spaces that you're in so when we get back we're going to take a quick break uh, I would like to talk further about creating conscious spaces wherever you are in the universe and how you can bring life into a space that feels dead 
And you're with Lisa Bennett with Infinite Energies Radio Show. I look forward to chatting with you in a minute. Do you know that by unlocking your self-imposed prison of shit, you can find an easier way to create the life you always knew was possible? Tuning in to Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett, you will receive tools and inspiration to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years. Are you willing to go forward into your new life? Listen to Infinite Energies Radio Show, Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, on atizen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 In the U.K., 033-0001-0625 Or, you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can ask or comment by email by sending to Lisa at lisabennett at iCloud.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Okay, for those of you that are just tuning in, it's Lisa Bennett with Infinite Energies, and I play with the energy of spaces. I always have. I've always been aware and the tools of access consciousness, uh, the founder Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here, are two people who have gifted me the awareness that I actually don't have to lock in all the stuff that I pick up in my body, but just to be aware of it. And one of the t- really wonderful tools to play with is actually return to sender with all the consciousness of the universe. So what does that actually mean? It's not actually locking into your body what you're aware of from someone else so it's just returning an energy uh it it, it's not uh it's acknowledging the energy being aware of the energy returning it you have an option to return it and or you have an option just to be aware of it and just let it flow and not hold on to it so i i was sharing just before break that i was at a celebration of life service yesterday um some people call it funeral and uh um you know that this reality is is actually buying into what a tragedy um it is for someone to 
to die in their early 50s. And interestingly enough, I, I, um, with looking at this beautiful slideshow that they shared, this friend has um, created a life, a legacy of all the countries and places that she went to, that she took her kids to. And she, I would say she lived more in her 51 years of life than a lot of people who are well into their 80s and 90s by having absolutely this fearless or fierce, fierceness, a determination of just embracing every day. And one of her words was carpe diem, seize the day. And she used that as her mantra and everyone that was close to her was aware that that was how she got up every day and no matter what was going on, she just embraced her life. So where are you not willing to embrace your life and really just seize the moment, seize the minute, seize the second and and acknowledge everything that you have in your life, have gratitude for everything that you have in your life, have gratitude for your body, have gratitude for the people that contribute to you, your, the food that your body has, the, the ability to walk and move and jump and play and, and, and have beautiful um, sex with another being and, and um, dancing, laughing, kissing, holding hands, getting a massage, touching, touching and being touched, and just all of those yummy things, the, all your senses, to be able to walk into a space and drink up the colors and drink up the sounds and drink up the energy of whatever that space is gifting you. And one of the girls in the, in the chat room actually wanted to know what, what, when you're aware of what a space or place actually res, desires and what are you seeing others do with it or choosing to ignore or not do, doing with it, what, what exactly does one do? And that's a really cool question. Um, thank you, Rhonda. It's actually asking truth is the space uh, desiring to be changed and are the people in the space actually desiring to change it? And and oftentimes there are those that I've walked into houses that it's like a time warp. You've seen the the same wallpaper, the same carpet, the same sofa for the last 15 years, um, the same dried flowers in a vase that nobody's cleaned or dusted off, and the same artwork on the same wall. And and it's sort of like the energy it's almost like a time warp where your your everything is is actually just being held as opposed to really being in the energy of what can i change or move that would contribute to the space and my life going forward and everything that doesn't allow that let's destroy and uncreate it right wrong good bad pod poc all nine shorts boys and beyonds and and that, by the way, is a clearing statement. It sounds kind of like gobbledygook. It's it's um, being aware of of it's like a control alt delete on a computer. It's it's a defrag where you just shift the energy around something that brings something up and then clears it without having a cognitive awareness of exactly what it's doing. But it actually works. It's very very cool. So when you're walking into someone else's space and, and you have an awareness of how to shift and move things within your space and, and allow things to be able to 
speak to you and move things and, you know, shift furniture around and change colors and change pillows and change throws and change the artwork around. When you have an awareness that somebody is in that time warp where nothing is shifted, nothing's moved, and there's always the person that says, I'm stuck, I can't move forward, I never seem to find a relationship, I never seem to find a new job. And when you walk into their space and you go, wow, things haven't shifted for the last 10 or 15 years, would you like to change the stuff? And it's not until they actually hear it from someone else, preferably not a very close friend, (laughs) but somebody else, they actually go, wow, I actually was not aware that things require changing. In order to shift things within my space, it actually might open up and be an invitation for other things to come into my life. Oh my God, how cool is that? So, you know, if it was me, Lisa, what what do I need to change here in order to create what it is that I desire? And so for me, when I'm walking into a space, it's like, wow, okay, so truth, when you pick up an object, are you contributing to what I'm desiring going forward into my life? And if it's a no, without having a point of view, you just sort of put it into either a donate, a sell, or is it garbage? Like, do you just throw it out? And it's and it's really that easy. It It doesn't have to be complicated. And I always say to everyone, Touch something once and make a decision. Choose. Choose. Is it going to contribute? And and if it doesn't, then move it forward. And is it is it something that's going to contribute later? Okay, cool. Then you can put it away. So it's out of sight, out of mind. Now, the challenge with some people that I would consider a hoarder is that they put everything out of sight, out of mind and save it for a rainy day. <laughs> So for those of you that are the hoarders that are saving paper, saving uh, trinkets or chichis or chachkas or whatever you want to call them for a rainy day to go through, I would encourage you to go room by room, cupboard by cupboard, drawer by drawer, and just start getting rid of things, moving things on, thanking them, having gratitude for them, and, and just creating Space. And once you create space, it invites other other things into your life. And I'm not t- talking talking about objects. I'm talking about whether it's relationships or jobs or 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 oper- you know um, possibilities and 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 other wonderful yummy things to come into your life. And when you have that sort of opening, please don't go into the oh my god I've got an empty shelf therefore I have to fill it actually allow things to breathe and when you allow things to breathe the space can breathe and then you actually can start listening to what it is that the space requires yeah so Petrina yeah the word hoarder so everywhere that the word hoarder brings up too much energy for you would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it please yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, it's 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 the so hoarding. <laughs> yeah, so what is hoarding to you? What is what is the word hoarding to everyone out there in, in the universe? Yeah, 
So it's kind of funny because when you look at the, the noun, it's a large board in a public place used to display advertisements, a billboard, which is kind of funny, or a temporary board fence erected around a building site. Yeah. So the other one is to um, accumulate everything that's hidden or carefully guarded for preservation, future use, um, to accumulate future use in a hidden or carefully guarded place. So that's what most people, when they look at the, the word hoarding, it's saving it and preserving it. So everywhere that you're preserving things, <laughs> whether they've been gifted to you from a, from an uncle, a dead aunt, a grandparent, and you've been holding on to all the things, you've been the safekeeper, you've been the, the, the place where everyone puts all their stuff for you to take care of while they carry on with their life. And you are, you are the storage locker for all their shit. Would you like to destroy and uncreate all that, please? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So, <laughs> yeah. How many of us have uh, hoarded stuff? And I look at my girlfriend and she has this massive house and she's kept this house for her children and all of her friends that have been assisting her with uh, keeping things, saving things for her kids and to the point that it's almost turned into not a fun job for some of the people because they're actually going into, well, if I get rid of this, that meant so much to her. But what if, in fact, it actually had no meaning for the kids? I know that my dad did that when my mom died and I, um, my mom died when I was 16 and I remember he had, we called it the box room and in the box room he put things and put them in boxes and then sealed them up and put our names on them and it wasn't until I moved out and had sort of um, my long-term relationship that when I went home, I literally filled up this little mini U-Haul, drove it across Canada and unpacked it at the other end. And there was 90% of the stuff in the boxes was garbage and or sellable <laughs> or gifted away. There was only maybe 10% of everything that was in that U-Haul that was anything that actually would contribute to my life going forward. So everywhere that you're being the, the, the person that's holding on to all of the other people's stuff because you're the safekeeper, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate that job and actually hand those boxes off to those people in your life without a point of view and saying, do with it what you may and not have an attachment to it. So everywhere that you have an attachment, would you please be willing to destroy and uncreate all the attachments you have to an object that actually has no point of view about who actually is the person that's going to dust it and take care of it and maintain it? <laughs> And everything that that brings up, let's destroy and uncreate all that, please. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, cool. Petrina, oh, let's go for a quick break. And when we get back, Petrina and I are going to have a little playtime. Uh, she's living in her dead grandmother's house. <laughs> and everything that that brings up for people. Let's talk about that after our quick break here. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energy's radio show. Do you know that by unlocking your self-imposed prison of shit, 
you can find an easier way to create the life you always knew was possible? Tuning in to Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett, you will receive tools and inspiration to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years. Are you willing to go forward into your new life? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show, Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, on AtoZen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can ask or comment by email by sending to Lisa at lisabennett at iCloud.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello, everyone. So, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energy's radio show, and this has been a really cool show. I, I was sharing just at the very beginning of the show that a, a dear friend of mine had, had um, uh just uh, passed away, um, and I was honored to be the person to do the flowers for her um, celebration of life, and all of the things that had, and, and I'm aware of, that have been coming up around her, and there was actually a party after it at a mutual friend's house, and so I was driving around and, and sort of taking flowers to different spaces, the the home, the family home, and then to this party, and and it was it was really fun to to sort of gift people flowers. Flowers are such a inviting way of of adding um, energy to a space and where you place it. And and uh, if I could gift anything to anyone out there, carnations. It's they just there. There's a funky energy, and perhaps that's something I require clearing. <laughs> I always I think I think of the fawns or something around. Um, way back in happy days and and some of the tacky I considered them tacky flowers in some ways and 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 uh I I don't know I I perhaps I I'm was a carnation in a previous life <laughs> I don't know oh my goodness but uh yeah I I'm just I I know very few people that just think that carnations are the are the ultimate flowers so and when I was doing her flowers it was all about tropical um so you know you can shift 
the energy of a space by just being and so before break um before actually before i i, I go into our our um the the one person that i wanted to chat with here today is 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 when when i am out and about uh facilitating classes the class the specialty class that i facilitate is called Cre- creating conscious spaces and i'm actually being invited to different countries for my worldwide tour 2016 and one of the countries that really wants to play with me is sweden i'm very excited so everywhere that you are uh wanting to invite me into coming to your space in the in the universe you can touch or get a hold of me by lisa bennett's at icloud.com or on facebook at lisa bennett's or infinite energies um, and i would be thrilled to come and play and invite you into changing up the energy so i have patrina on i can hear her in the background <laughs> hi hey. patrina how are you hi. I'm good, Lisa. How are you? I'm awesome. So, what's what's can I play with you on your dead grandmother's house? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I had to jump in. I had to jump in. This is so funny. So yeah, like I would love to get your insight on this because this is something that's been going on for me a long time. I've been looking at exploring this for a while. So. Um, my grandmother passed away a year before my husband and I got married and we moved into her house. Um, I actually was living here before she died because I was living with her here after my grandfather passed away. Cool. Um, yeah, and and um, when I moved in, I pretty much moved into her place the way it was. Like We got rid of some of the furniture and some of her stuff, uh, but I didn't move into like a clean, empty space. Right. Cool. And yeah, and you know, we purged some of her things, and some things I had a hard time letting go of. But I willingly some of her furniture that I liked. And what I've noticed is that over the years, I've continued to make this place (laughs) more and more crowded with stuff. Okay. So yeah. So cool. So how many years? Oh, first of all, did your grandmother pass away in in the space? Did she did she no, die? No, she, okay. she didn't die in the house. No. Okay, cool. So, uh, and where in the universe are you located? I'm in Toronto. Okay, mm-hmm. um, that's Toronto, Canada, for the international right. listeners. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. That's yeah. cool. And and so, is it an older older home? Yeah, it's a semi. It's a bungalow style cool. semi. I think it was built. Okay, awesome. So energetically, um, just just sort of me tapping into the space. You have been, you have basically been the keeper of the space. So, and what I mean by that is you've you've walked into memories, and when one walks into this time warp of memories, without being completely aware, there's this there's this almost honoring of the space of the person who and and it sounds like you had a good relationship it just energetically i i you you loved your grandmother yeah yes. we were really really close we actually lived together when i was a kid yeah um and okay. then in the last few years it kind of became, became a little bit tumultuous but but yes we were very very close yeah so so there's this sense of honoring this space 
and you you're you're when you sort of take over a space you're carrying on whatever the energy is that without without actually being aware of it and so mm-hmm. there's this energy of what you would desire and what the space which doesn't really have a point of view desires um and and you have this knowing of sort of mixed in with what it is your grandmother had so it's how do you marry everything and how do you actually create that like you said a clean slate to play with and work with so when you walk in the front door are you do you actually have gratitude for the space and and are you aware of everything that you look at is yours or was it hers so if you could look at all the objects in the house, is 50% mm-hmm. hers or 60% hers or 70% No, hers? I mean now, you know, it's been 12 years. So now at this point, probably I would say even just 20% is hers. Cool. Like I've got her dining room and like a kitchen table and that kind of thing. Okay, so whose home is it? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's not mine. So everything that that brings up, would you be willing mm-hmm. to destroy and create it, please? Yes. Truth? <laughs> Lisa. Okay. Yeah, 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 sort of. So bullshit. I'm, calling, I'm yeah. calling bullshit on that. So okay. everywhere that you're not willing to give up that this is your grandmother's space and, and yeah. not yours and your husband's, right. would you be willing to destroy and create all that, please? Yes. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So the cool thing is, is she doesn't have a point of view. It's She's gone. She's like moved on. She's in another space, potentially in another body, another being. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of what I've been wondering about is I almost feel like is, that's what I'm wondering about. Does she have a point of view no. about how I, no, that, would, okay. that would be a no bot. <laughs> No, so, okay. yeah, so so it's it's actually everywhere that you're picking up that you are still maintaining your grandmother's home. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Yes. Oh, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. See, yeah, the see, interesting it, thing is that my mother just lives down the street from me, so I I, I oh, yeah, the story just keeps getting better, right? So, oh, how fun is that? Oh, <laughs> oh, and so, the plot thickens. I mean, how, yeah, and, how this, many and was this her mother's house? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, are you aware that you're aware of all the points of view of your mother that she's impelling? Absolutely. So, so she's in, she has impelled points of view about how the house should be and. And what it should be looked like, look like, and that these are the items that definitely you should keep. And there's a story behind everything. And where is this? And where is that? So everywhere that we buy into all the objects that we have to maintain, dust, keep, um, keep up to par. Are you are you aware that none of those objects actually have a point of view? Mm-hmm. And and when we have our family who we all love and adore, and we all know what family stands for, fucked up and mainly lim- interested in limiting you, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that you're coming from the space of, well, if I keep this, 
what will my life be like in five years? And is this contributing to what I desire in my life? And and when we when we start to ask objects that have been passed to us for safekeeping, that if it if it actually does contribute to you and you enjoy it, then hell yeah, enjoy it. But change up the energy about the story around it. So when we buy into the story of and the significance of the house, the significance of the objects, and we create them as greater than us, it actually is is disempowering you, the space, your relationship, and everything that you're inviting into your life going forward. Mm-hmm. So would you be willing to acknowledge that and shift it? Yeah, I mean, I can acknowledge it easily, and I think I've known that for a really long time. Okay, um, so. I'm, we're actually at the place, my husband and I are both at the place now where we're actually considering moving, like just ah. in general, because cool. the space is not working for our family anymore. It's getting a little bit small. Um, cool. But interesting, talking about holding on, my husband really wants to keep the home and rent it, which is what we're looking at next. So, okay. Yeah, so I'm kind of sitting with that. So, truth does it, would the house contribute to you going forward if it was rented? Yes. Cool. Yeah. So, so uh, that was that was difficult. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was so, an easy yes, actually. Yeah. So everywhere that you've kind of created whatever trauma, drama, significance around all of that, would you be willing to let it all mm-hmm. go? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, so the cool thing is, is your husband actually is looking at things from a bird's eye view and he's going, oh, cool, I see value in yeah. renting this space that will contribute mm-hmm. to our next home. Mm-hmm. So so now it's a matter of starting to ask the, the space, now it's decluttering it to create <laughs> the space. Yeah, okay, so everything yeah. that that brings up, the hoarding, the decluttering or whatever you've bought into there. Um, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate all that, please? Yes. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So preserving items. So wherever you were, you're preserving your body, preserving your things. It's like putting pickle, pickles into a, a jar of, of whatever that is that they pickle juice. <laughs> would you be willing to not pickle everything in your life and and just like get boxes, take your garage, get some packing tape and decide, keep sell, go, keep, sell, mm-hmm. go. And it actually, once you start moving along, it's really easy. And then it just, it actually p- gets the house rented faster, the new space, it's inviting the new space to come into your life and asking the old space to contribute to a new space coming into your life with ease. That, would be, fun. that would be cool. Yeah. It, so, it feels extremely overwhelming, but um, I get that when I... When I tap into the end result, like when I tap into the future of what that would be like, it feels amazing. Um, yeah. So everywhere that you're overwhelmed, which mm-hmm. is like over it, <laughs> which is not actually the energy of moving forward. It's it's almost the energy of just standing yeah. there and going, I can't Stagnant. do this. Totally. I actually literally do that, Lisa. It's funny that you said that. Because I actually stand there almost frozen. Like Mm -hmm. there are certain rooms that are very cluttered and I literally can feel myself like I don't know 
how to do like very frozen. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So do you have do you have an unreasonable friend in your life? And what I mean by that is somebody that's yeah. willing to, it's like, you supply the wine and the food or whatever's yes. required and invite them over for the day and and go to the room that you have you have decided, you've already concluded it's the most difficult, the most intense, the most whatever that is. And, and so get boxes, get packing tape, yeah. go and get wrapping paper or newspaper, whatever that is for you. And... And be willing to don't put shit into your garage, but actually put it in the back of the car for donations and drive right. it over the next day and donate. And when you, it's really cool. Once you've done the first, it flows. It flows so easily. And you crank your music. You put on your sweats or your Lululemons or whatever you love to wear. <laughs> and you just, you turn it into this little mini party. And it just, all of a sudden, it's like, Holy shit! Why did I make that such so significant? And, mm -hmm. and when you're playing with a space, I often sort of take everything out and only put things and objects back into the space that actually contribute to whatever the space is. So if it's mm -hmm. a bedroom, the bed, a dresser, a lamp, uh, maybe a bookshelf, and then and and then uh, even your closet. Just it's sort of like once you've taken everything out, then you only put things back in that contribute to your life moving forward. Everything else doesn't matter. Oh, I spent $500 on that, but I've never worn it or I've never used it. Or So all the significance you, around, you have around the investment that you've made and the loss of investment, would you be willing to let it all go? <laughs> yes. Yes. Truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. cause once you just let it all go, it's like, holy shit, I've I've held on to that for 10 years and I never used it and it still has the price tag attached to it or whatever that is. Yeah. And and you were wondering, you, you were almost like, it was like weighing you down, right? It is actually <laughs> literally weighing me down. No, it is, I have actually been gaining weight over the last few years. Like, it's all really very interesting. Um, it is literally weighing me down. Yeah. So mm -hmm. what are you waiting for? Yeah, what am I waiting for? See, the cool thing I'm is, waiting not, to not that, I'm waiting to, I'm, I think I'm waiting to move. Like, I see that as the only end in sight, is that I just pick up and walk away from this place. Oh, okay, cool. So you've already concluded mm -hmm. and made a decision right. that the only way to get out of there is to walk away. Yeah. So that's cool. So everywhere that you've concluded mm -hmm. and that that's, that's just the way it's going to be, uh, oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> would you be willing to destroy and uncreate all that, please? <laughs> yes. Oh, like I could throw up. <laughs> oh, because that feels really light and kind of fun for me to just get up and walk away. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So why don't you reach out to all the entities that have moved um, out of their, you know, bodies that um, may have taken on another body or they're just still out there. Would you ask them all to contribute to making this really easeful, including your grandmother? And yeah. literally, I invite you and I want to, I, I really, I would love to hear how this all shows up all the judgments you have around the clothes that no longer fit you yeah. the everything around that just yeah. pick it up 
put it in a pile and just pick up only the items that actually your body is choosing yeah. to wear now without mm -hmm. a point of view about everything else because my body and I'm sure it's I'm not the only one out there that has shifted her her size many times over and I I no longer have a point of view about it's it's what's contributing and what feels sexy yeah. in my body it's not about the size. And in fact, I went through my closet and cut out sizes because I thought this is fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. You're one day you're a size six, the next minute you're a size 12, next minute. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm not buying into all that. How about not having a size and just being, being? <laughs> yeah. And I, I've been very aware of that lately. I have been actually tossing a lot of my skinny clothes. Um, but I like what you just said about not having a size. Not having <laughs> a size. Yeah. And and then it's like putting things into the closet, your body just goes like, yum, I really, yeah. I feel great. And not wearing socks on your body, but actually stepping into this glamorous, gorgeous, beautiful, sexy, voluptuous woman that you are and own it, baby. Like just go, yeah, I'm loving my body and love your yeah. body. Lie in bed in the morning, stroke your body, touch your body and go, Thank you, body, for being um, willing to take me from A to B and, and, and my family from here to there and creating these yummy meals and all the things that you get to do with your body and just be just loving it up. And then mm -hmm. so when you really start to honor everything that goes into your closet and let everything willingly go, it's going to open up so much more for you and this kindness and caring and nurturing and would that contribute more to a yummier relationship with your hubby and yeah. and and also into your bedroom, which is which yeah. is you know creating so much for you in your life going forward? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yay. Okay, Yay. I look forward to Thanks. hearing all about your decluttering okay. and all the yumminess okay, around that. And uh, thanks everyone for for coming and playing today. And and Petrina, it was it was such a pleasure to to help you just shift you. shift shit out of your home. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Sending you a hug. So thank you everyone that have tuned in today. Um, Infinite Energies with Lisa Bennett and Creating Conscious Spaces Worldwide Tour. Where am I going to play next? I was in Saskatchewan in Canada and had so much fun playing with the ladies that were there and talking with and playing with their spaces and uh, so many more places to go and play. I look forward to talking Thank to you Thank you for choosing to listen Bye. to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on atizen.fm. We look forward to having you join us and share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and chat soon.